3, 2, 1. Hello and welcome to episode 5 of The Badly Don't Be a Dickhead podcast with me, John Gilbert. And me, Ian Thompson. So I gave you an extra bit there because normally I just let you say your name. I let you say and me this time. Relaxing into our relationship by episode 5. I feel like I've got a lot more, but I feel like I've had a promotion. Well done. Keep up the good work. We might even let you uh, stay on the show. So although it's actually a few hours since we did speak about a... Fair the co-host joining us. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I know. So uh, Big news are coming. Yeah. I mean, we did realise that by episode five, we might have run out of all of our funny stories. A listener might be thinking, when are you going to start telling us your funny stories? Didn't. Uh, yeah. So uh, <laughs> maybe it's me that needs firing. Anyway, on with the show. <laughs> We're going to be talking about mistakes. But before we do, Ian, what's a mistake? A mistake is... Behaviour that comes from um, ill judgment. So it's not just something going wrong. It's where there's some element of blame. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but that might be that... Is it always ill judgment, though? Because if you tried to do something and it didn't work, hey, that's just that's just feedback, isn't it? That's not necessarily a mistake. I think so, so yeah. So this is where mistakes are like when we make a mistake... We often feel bad about it because we hold ourselves responsible and maybe even beat yourself up about it. And go for almost like a grief curb where you're like, oh God, I'm rubbish and I'm always going to make mistakes. And I never get stuff wrong and I mustn't let this happen again. Whereas actually, we need to have more of a healthy attitude with mistakes because exactly. as you've mentioned on previous podcasts, dickheadery doesn't just affect other people, it can affect yourself as well. And I guess depending on what a mistake is, is depending on how you look at it. So you've had an example of a recent yeah. experience. Oh, yeah, yeah. Where okay. you have been accused of making a mistake, whereas you feel that you were not the mistaker. As with most weeks, then I often ask my partner, Claire, what sort of dickhead behaviour could we talk about this, on this one? And I always tell her the topics and we have a chat about it. And um, She normally comes up with lots of examples where I've been a dickhead. And, <laughs> and, and this one she came up with, and she, she made the suggestion, and I... I took it to mean that she thought that I wasn't the dickhead and she thought I was the dickhead. Anyway, here's the scenario. We were in Edinburgh, it was last summer, and her uh, 11-year-old son decided to go on the swings. In the, there was a few kids around and uh, they were all going in the car park and whatnot, in the, sorry, playground. And me and, and her son had been kicking about a football and then he said, oh, I'm just going to the playground for a bit with the other guys. I was like, yeah, that's absolutely fine. So he went in. And instead of going on, you know, you get two types of swing. You get like an adult swing that's just like a bit of wood or a bit of plastic. A bench. A bench, yeah. And you swing on it. Or there's the other kind where it's like a full, like, baby seat with spaces for your legs and things to keep you in so that you can't fall out. Well, it Mm. turns out when you're 11 and you're quite tall anyway for an 11-year-old, when you get in one of them, you can't get out. It's really difficult. It's, in fact, it's impossible to get out without two 40-year-olds helping you. <laughs> so anyway, he got in this swing and we noticed him getting in. And, and Claire was like, don't do that, don't do that. And then he got in. We're like, oh, God, OK, then. And then we saw him trying to get out a few seconds later and he couldn't. And I mean, for me, this is genius. Like we were like laughing a little bit about it. And then I got out my phone and started filming him. 
And I filmed him for about four minutes desperately trying to get out of this thing. And it just goes on and on and it gets funnier, I think. It gets funnier, then it gets less funny, then it gets more funny again. And then I stopped filming and went and helped him get out. In fact, I think I gave the phone to someone else so they could continue filming while I went and helped him get out. And then I sent the film to a load of my friends because I thought it was really funny. Now, Claire suggested that my, my filming and my sending of the film to all my friends was dickhead behaviour, whereas when she was telling me the story, I thought she meant the dickhead behaviour was climbing in the swing in the first place when you should have known better. So dickheadery is in the eye of the dickheaded. Yeah. So, I mean, his was, all, was a mistake. Um, he, yeah. He was just optimistic about climb into that swing we've all been yeah. there I, yeah. I nearly lost an arm doing that once and actually wow. i went to the scottish cup final about three years ago uh, with my son and whilst the match was fairly entertaining what was more entertaining was the hour that it took for a adolescent to be removed from a chair that he'd wedged himself into trying to climb underneath the flappy seat thing and got stuck brilliant and um, they had to like break it all and, and so on but that was that was good and that was a clear mistake and what a, a dickheady thing to do but nobody was harmed from that well yeah. the, the chair was maybe harmed um i did film a bit however i didn't send it around so i mean there's no part in you that thinks that was a bit dickheadery I mean, it was just funny. It was just fun. I wasn't saying yeah, like... I think it's all right. Do you know what, as well? It, was, it wasn't... Dick, yeah, Claire. I, I don't think it was dickheadery to get in the swing. I think that was the mistake. That wasn't the dickhead behaviour. That was the mistake. No, he was not. Let's be clear. The 11-year-old is not the dickhead in the story. Yeah, that was the mistake. Whereas she thought the mistake was sending the video around to everyone and filming him. But, mm. I mean, I think that was just, you know, it was just good, fun, funny. It was funny. It was funny. <laughs> Can we um, can we put it on our YouTube channel? Ah, uh, you see, I've already mentioned this. Uh, let, let let me have a, another chat about it. It might be a bit of dickheadery. Yeah. I mean, right now we're only on episode five. I mean, basically, Claire is one hundred percent of our listenership. We c- we can't afford to lose that. No. 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 So we're not putting it on Claire. See, we do things for our fans here on the D Bad. Um, now it's interesting you should bring that up because what you've just done there is just denied that you in any way made a mistake on it. Because one of the things that you're meant to do with a mistake is just own up to it and take it on the chin. And this is what I've put down as well in my notes for this podcast. I've put down about the fact that is it dickhead behaviour? Is it dickheadery to make a mistake? And I don't think it is. I don't think there's, no. any, I don't think there's any issue with making a mistake. And I know we're probably going to talk about that a bit more in a bit as well. For me, the only dickheadery with mistakes is not recognising your mistakes. Or... Well, I think there's more to it than that. The other thing you can do, as I mentioned at the top, is just like overly beating yourself up or somebody else about it. We all make mistakes. It's part of life, right? If you try and do anything interesting, anything different, you try and do lots of, you're going to make mistakes. Yeah. And that's one of the like coping mechanisms that I make in life. Not so much as a father and as a husband and as a friend and family member, but more to do with like, in business only fairly recently i made a mistake that mistake has cost me four and a half thousand pounds wow i did have a pretty much sleepless night not over losing four and a half grand which i mean let's be honest we're in the covid19 lockdown it's not an ideal time to lose any money right so there is an impact from that but it was more me beating myself up for making that mistake it was a an administrative error 
that could have been avoided, right? And I talked this through with my partner, and she kind of, she was going down the line of saying, no, it wasn't your fault, it was this, that, and just actually blaming other circumstances. Now, I can do that, and maybe that will make me feel better. I have a tendency to blame myself for everything that goes wrong, even other people's mistakes, particularly if I've hired them. Because I always think back to me and think, well, that was, by the way, this one wasn't somebody else's fault. This was my fault. Um, but it's just about, that becomes quite unhealthy for me sometimes because I've got a particularly strong locus of control. So I feel like um, I, I can should be on top of everything. And when something goes wrong, I, uh, yeah, I probably beat myself up more than I should do. I, I self-inflicted dickheadery is something I've become victim to. Not particularly funny. But, I mean, if you want to tease me about it, that's fine. I no, might but, not be here for episode six, but, though. <laughs> but you've owned your mistake. You've had your sleepless night. You've gone through that period of grief, and you've come out a better person on the other side. I hope so. And I tried explaining this to my kids because I went through the, the basics of the scenario, and I really could have scapegoated other factors and other people in this, but I didn't. I, I, I said, yeah, this was my mistake. I take responsibility. I'm really sorry. Um, I don't actually know what I was thinking. I... Um, but it's done now and I take responsibility and I take financial responsibility for that. Would you say you're a dickhead because of it? No, if I'm honest. I think I was... I mean, it was a silly mistake to make, but I feel like I made up for it by taking responsibility for it and then letting myself off the hook because, yeah, I do make mistakes all the time, but I also get lots of stuff right. One of the worst times I've ever had happened quite a few years ago. And we had, uh, it said it gets another business thing. And we were having problems getting paid by a particular client. It's a long story, which I won't go into. One of my colleagues had just made quite a disparaging remark about them. And I pulled them up on it and said, look, I know we've got these issues, but this is our client. We shouldn't speak about people like that. Then I went to my desk and thought, I'm maybe being a bit of a hypocrite here because I was a bit pissed off with them as well. So as a joke, I forwarded my colleague and one of my former business partners a very disparaging email about that client and saying this is what we should do and I said like a really over the top kind of they just they should all lose their jobs they're all absolute imbeciles and all and it was a parody of what my colleague had been saying earlier on now a it was a mistake to have written that b it was a mistake to have, have emailed it to those guys because they had um moments of dickheadery including accidentally forwarding that email on to said client who then forwarded it on to everybody in their organization so when my phone rang later on that day and i picked up the phone and somebody read one of the more outrageous lines that i'd made within that email <laughs> it was like the world had just fallen beneath me and i was like how has this how has this happened and i was in shock for about a week but i'll tell you what i did I immediately took responsibility for it. And I said, look, I don't expect you to believe me. The email was a joke. And obviously you were never meant to read this, but I wrote it. And because everybody else was going, oh, just say you've been hacked and all this stuff. Because <laughs> it was just like, well, I can do, but that's just bullshit. So I held my nerve. I took responsibility. I individually rang the people involved. It was horrible doing it but I apologised. And they said, well, we're going to think about how we respond to this. But they didn't hang me out to dry. They could have published that. They could have shared that around. It just made me look like the world's biggest dickhead. It was awful. But I've come out of it wiser and I would never do that now. Not even for a joke. Not even on a podcast. <laughs> There's loads of stories of people like sending a text 
about someone to the person who it's about and things like that and hurling your phone at a wall to try and stop the text from sending and things like that. <laughs> and, and, and uh, you know, you get a lot of that. And I suppose the dickhead thing there is actually putting it down into onto paper or onto email or onto text or whatever, isn't it? Well, and also being unkind about people. Yeah, Because yeah. our words... It doesn't mean that you can't ever be pissed off with somebody... Uh, it doesn't mean that you can't ever joke about these things, but like, what seems funny to you in that moment, it's not up to you how that is received. That might be why I have a, depending on who it is, quite an infuriating habit of um, admitting that I'm wrong quite easily within an argument, <laughs> even like midway through making my case, and I'll stop and go, "No, actually, you're right," which takes the fun out of it. What yeah. a dickhead! Especially if you don't think that you were wrong. Oh, no, I do. Oh, right, okay. If you do think you're wrong, then that's fine. I thought you meant, like, just for an easy life, you're just going to go, yeah, right, that's fine, yeah, I'm wrong. Oh, no, because I am usually am wrong. Okay, that's fine. I can't think of times when I've said I'm wrong when I don't think I am. I guess I will have done. Yeah, I think I've definitely done it. I've got a big example of that, but I can't tell you for legal reasons. Oh, wow. That's just, um, that's just a tease. Yeah. I'm not sure I should have shared the story I shared. It might remind that person. One of the people might go, oh, God, yeah, I've still got that email. Let's ruin Gilbert. <laughs> <laughs> this thing about mistakes, uh, as I say, it's not, not to hold yourself accountable for everything and put yourself down. You've got to move on for it. And I think the other thing is, it, whether it's in business or in anything, you see, you see this in sport a lot. So I play squash. And if you make a mistake and it costs you a point, there is no point in getting angry about it and no point in blaming yourself because it increases the likelihood of you making another mistake. Yeah. And I've said this before to teammates. I'm just like, if, if you, it used to be if you saw me make a mistake, let's, if I uh, didn't return a serve and just gave them the point, I'm going to lose the next rally because all I'm doing is beating myself up on the mistake yeah. that I just made rather than focusing on, on the next point that I could. And that's something that you've got to teach yourself to, to be able to do and you've got to, to move on and th I think the mistake that a lot of people make no pun intended is striving perf for perfection because none of us can achieve perfection you've just got to strive for excellence which is just the best it can be but there will still be mistakes along the way I think it's a really important thing to recognise is that everybody will mis make mistakes you can't go through life seeking perfection because nothing interesting will ever happen some of the most interesting things have ever happened because of mistakes. I mean, like they talk about Thomas Edison had like 10,000 attempts, failed attempts to uh, invent the light bulb before he did it. And yeah. um, Viagra came from a mistake where they were trying to, was it blood thinning or something, and it gave us an erection instead. So some of the best things of really? like, light bulbs and erections have come from from mistakes so <laughs> two of the best things in the world well look yeah if you want to have a wank in the uh, in the light and you're of a certain age where would you be without those mistakes eh? true i tell you you'd be in the dark unsatisfied so on that note <laughs> <laughs> i think we'll uh, we'll we'll wrap up the show so it's been a, it's um, been a corker we did have uh, a question to put to our audience as well didn't we about the uh, playground incident. Oh, uh, yes. So the charming story that Ian shared earlier on in which he and an 11-year-old went to the park together. No, not that story. And he got stuck in a swing, right? Who made the mistake? Was it... What are we calling him? Because we're not going to use his real name. Uh, um, Sam. Right. So if you think it was Sam's mistake to get wedged in the swing, 
please tweet us hashtag dickheadsam. And if you think it was Ian's mistake to film it and then send it and around then distribute it. his friends for their amusement, hashtag dickhead Ian. Ian with an extra I, I-A-I-N. Okay. So Let us know what you think. So, I mean, we have to remember that we're only in episode five and Claire is still our only listener. So I, <laughs> I can see which way this one's going. You may be labelled a dickhead. <laughs> but as long as you learn from that, it'll be okay. So okay. thank you for listening. I've been John Gilbert. I've been Ian Thompson. And remember, don't be a dickhead. Don't be a dickhead. <laughs>